0: That bonus you've been waiting on, there will be another one that comes after that, or something else. The system is literally built that way to keep you there for that. That's how compensation structures at your level work. They're called long-term incentives. So what will be the thing to get your job search kickstarted? What actions will you take? Welcome to You Belong in the C-Suite podcast. We'll give you the actionable tips and tools you need to lead with your values, make a difference and have career success. The world needs more diversity and authenticity in the top jobs at organizations. Your leadership belongs there. You belong in the C-suite. The world is getting more and more complex and a bit chaotic, pandemic, social unrest, recession, hybrid workforce, you name it, it is here. And it's hard to navigate home and work for yourself and for your team. And what about time for you? It seems non-existent. A recent podcast listener and reader told me the following. This has been a light bulb moment, knowing my values and then identifying boundaries to protect my values and building systems to support those boundaries. It's been incredible. When I've broken one of those boundaries, remembering my values has kept me focused in values. First, this book can give you the tools to build those boundaries, but more importantly, how to keep them with a proven framework to identify what matters most to you and the motivation to build a sustainable plan. Values First, How Knowing Your Core Beliefs Can Get You the Life and Career You Want is now available wherever books are sold. Go to thecatchgroup.com slash values first to learn more and stay connected. That's thecatchgroup.com slash values first. Welcome to this week's episode of the You Belong in the C-Suite podcast. I'm really excited because we are kicking off a series with this episode on career transition. So this is going to be a four-episode series, and I've been an executive coach now for over 10 years with over 15 years of experience in the corporate environment internally, working at Fortune 50 companies, and I've coached and I've mentored numerous leaders throughout my career and now i've been coaching leaders over the last 2 years within the catch group my own company where i coach individuals and and groups and i do some leadership consulting as well and i i just love this space and i will i'll give this caveat i love all of my clients and you can't have favorites just like there are no favorite kids or favorite pets you kind of have love for them all but most recently I have found that I have a favorite kind of coaching situation uh, or circumstance that my clients have, have been in. And that's really fulfilling for me when my coaching clients, when I find them in this specific transitions, these career transitions. And for me, it feels like I'm helping them on their path. They're making these big decisions. Are they going to go into a new job or have they just come into a new job? a senior leader in an organization recently told me that she loves how I help people find their way. And I think that's a really great way to put it. Career transition can be a lonely place and it is all about finding your way. So trying to figure out what to do next. Sometimes that looks like finding another role in the same company you work in. Maybe that's a lateral move or even a promotion. Other times it means finding a new opportunity at another company. And I get to interact with these leaders at different parts of their process of their career transition. Like sometimes it's very early on and they're just thinking about it. Like they've barely taken any actions, but they know that they don't feel right in their current role for whatever reason. It could be based on the company culture. Maybe they've outgrown their role or need a new challenge. Other times I'm working with a leader that knows that they want to leave, but they've been at that same company so long, they don't even know where to start. And then sometimes I work with leaders that are at a crisis point. These are the times that they might be in a very toxic work environment. They have a very poor relationship with their manager, or maybe they're close to burnout or all of the above. And sometimes I'm working with leaders that are leaving their positions. Maybe they resign to work for a new company or they're getting promoted within the same company and they want to set themselves up for success in their new roles to accelerate their onboarding and impact. All of those scenarios, and there are many, are in career transition coaching. And I, I just really love being in that space to help leaders find their way. So the focus of this four-part career transition series will be focusing on specific points in the career transition process that I've worked with on multiple clients over my coaching and really over the, you know, my coaching career and my holistic career in HR. So in this first episode of the career transition series, I'm going to deep dive into one of the most common questions that clients ask me about. Now they may not always phrase it this way, but when you boil it down, they are asking this, should I stay or should I go? Sometimes this question is about a specific role. Sometimes they're asking about the whole company. Am I ready to move on to my next thing? Or when should I move on to my next thing? And this is a big question. It has big implications. Should I stay or should I go? So I am going to break down the five different categories that I have most commonly seen in my experience as a coach when it comes to this question. So as I describe these, I want to see which one of these that you resonate most with or which have you in your in your past. Which category do you fit into? Do you resonate with more than one? I know that in my career, I have resonated with more than one of these, sometimes two at the same time. But here's the caveat. This is based on my experience of my clients and my personal experience. I'm sure there are many more categories beyond these five situations, but these are some of the most common ones and the most recent ones and trends that I've seen in my current clients through individual and group coaching and why they ask should I stay or should I go so let's start with category 1 this is what i hear from these clients my job looks really good on paper so why am i so unhappy right now you know somebody else would like kill for my job at this point specifically so why am i not happy what's what's wrong with me why am i not happy here i call this category you are misaligned there's something that they can't put their finger on most of the time they can't actually, they just feel that the feeling is unsettling and not right. I know that I've had this feeling before. I remember working for a top rated best place to work company, having an amazing high-performing team, and y'all I dreaded going in the office door. I would literally stay in my car longer, listening to a podcast or an audiobook for a few more minutes before I walked in after my commute. I knew something was off, I was misaligned, but at the time I could not put my finger on it. And if you are feeling misaligned, you may be asking yourself, should I stay or should I go with my clients? I see this sometimes is that misalignment with the job or maybe even misalignment with the values of a company. So that's the first category. The second category isn't as obvious. I call this category. You are already ready but you don't believe it yet. This is one I feel like is often with people that they have been at the same company for a while. Things aren't bad per se, but they aren't as amazing as as it used to be. You know, maybe they've been in their role for a while. It feels really safe to stay. They still see new opportunities and they may get opportunities in different task variety, but they can still still feel stuck at a certain level. For instance, maybe they've been a director or a senior director for a while, but they haven't progressed past that. They still generally like the company and the people that they work with, but there's not really an incentive to leave and they are comfortable. They know that they still want to achieve something more though. And they think, you know, when I'm ready, I'll do that, but I'm not in a rush. And that's the key word here when they are ready. The organization hasn't promoted them, so they must not be ready, right? They didn't get that role that they asked the company for, that they've been striving for. Not yet, they've been told. But here's the spoiler alert. They are already ready. They are ready, but they don't believe it, or their work isn't being recognized for promotion for whatever reason. They are ready for bigger things. This sometimes looks like imposter syndrome, it sometimes looks like being passed over for promotion. It sometimes looks like being recognized with consistently great performance, but it's not quite enough to get to that that next level, but maybe in six months. So if you're feeling these things, you might be asking yourself, should I stay or or should I go? So what do you need to actually get the visibility to get that next role? What step do you need to take to even look externally, to even think about looking externally? What actions should you take next? Category three. This one feels more like a crisis situation. I call this category heading into burnout. You're overworked. The balance has tipped way more to the work side, not really so much the life side. You are prioritizing lots of things, one of which you are not one of those. You feel like you are in reactive mode all the time. You cannot get ahead. You probably worked over the holidays, even though you told yourself you wouldn't. Yes, you did bring your laptop on that vacation, even though you swore this time you wouldn't. Or maybe you didn't even feel like you should take the vacation because it isn't worth being out of the office because when you get back, it's going to be worse to catch up from everything that you've missed. You stay up later at night just to get some of that alone or connection time with your significant other. Maybe you're sleeping less. The things that you used to do for yourself, like working out, have become more limited or maybe even non-existent. Your health may be impacted. Increased migraines, blood pressure, anxiety. You think you are probably headed to burnout. You actually may already be at burnout. If you are in this category, you might be asking the question, should I stay or should I go? But let me ask you this question. What happens when you get into your next role? What are you bringing with you onto your next thing? So what actions should you take next? All right, we are now at category four. And this one is more cut and dry. I call this category ready for a change. You have actually already made your decision to leave, but you haven't done much about it yet. You know that in the long term, this is not the right role for you. Or in the long term, this is not the right company for you. You may even be at the point where you are quiet quitting. I know you can't see me, but I just used air quotes here. If you've seen this overused and overhyped quiet quitting term, I think it's just that, overused and overhyped. I think people are just having boundaries at work, and you know me, I am a huge proponent for that. But I will say that you might feel disengaged you are a high achiever and you're still doing your job really well but you care less now and that's different than before because you aren't putting all of your energy into it you sometimes feel a little bit guilty instead of giving it your a plus you're totally fine with a b minus even though your b minus is still pretty amazing so why haven't you left yet well lots of reasons you may need your next role before you leave You may have an outdated resume and don't even know where to start. You don't feel up to networking for a new role just yet. You may be waiting for your bonus to pay out before you go. You may be waiting to finish that one last project. It's a big deal. You want it to go well. You might not want to leave because you just love your team, your direct reports so much, and that's keeping you there longer. You don't want to leave them in a lurch. If you're in this category, even though you've made this decision, you still may be asking, when should I stay or go? Here's the thing. There's always going to be something keeping you in place. That bonus you've been waiting on, there will be another one that comes after that or something else. The system is literally built that way to keep you there for that. That's how compensation structures at your level work. They're called long-term incentives. So what will be the thing to get your job search kickstarted? What actions will you take? The fifth and last category. I think some of us are always asking the question, should I stay or should I go? Even if things are going well, because we are looking for the next opportunity for us. We are managing our careers. We are in the driver's seat. You know, I wish I could have said that I was always one of these people. But alas, I was not. But my friend, the grass is not always greener on the other side. Sometimes you should stay a little longer. If you're at a company where your values align, or if you're getting challenging opportunities, you have a supportive manager, sometimes it's about building your capability in place instead of going somewhere else. I call this category stay and grow. If you are someone whose resume is always up to date and always takes those recruiter calls because you're always open to the next opportunity, you might be asking yourself, should I stay or should I go? But sometimes the best action is to stay and grow in place where you are. So, what actions do you take to do that? In any of these categories, you might be asking yourself, should I stay or should I go? So, let's recap these categories. One, you are misaligned. Two, you are heading for burnout. Three, you are already ready, but you don't realize it and you might need a confidence boost. Four, You are ready for a change, but you haven't pulled the trigger yet. And five, you should stay and grow. Which one of these categories do you resonate most with? One of them, more than one? If you do resonate with one, what should your next actions be? I know, I know, I'm asking a ton of questions here, but do you think I would be asking you if I didn't have some of these next steps already mapped out for you? So you know me well. I really like to give you ways to take action. So I have built out some customized action plans with reflection questions for each of these categories. And I'm really excited to share these with you. So I've built these paths for you to put some intention behind your career because you own your career. So how do you know which action plan is right for you? And how do you get your hands on these free action plans? I'm really excited to announce the launch of our first quiz. And guess what it's called? Should I stay or should I go? So I want you to take this 10 question quiz, then your quiz results will point you towards the category and action plan that best fits your situation. And, you know, I love a good quiz and this isn't one of those like flippant quizzes on, you know, like which character you're based on on your favorite TV show or something. And while I have been guilty of taking, you know, many of those in the past, as I'm sure you have too, this quiz comes with an action plan, a free action plan to help you intentionally take action and prioritize the next move in your career strategy and I'll be there along the way to help guide you through with a few reminders. So I want you to go to thecatchgroup.com slash quiz to take the should I stay or should I go quiz now. That's thecatchgroup.com slash quiz to take the 10 question quiz to get your customized action plan. As I said in the beginning of this episode, This is just the first episode of four in the career transition series. I'll be coming back next week with our next topic in career transitions. So no matter if you stay or go wherever your next plan is and your career journey, remember your leadership belongs here. You belong in the C-suite. I want to thank you so much for listening to the You Belong in the C-Suite podcast. If you are enjoying this content, please remember to rate and review on Apple Podcasts. By leaving a review, you are helping others find this content. We will be featuring five-star reviews on air in upcoming episodes. Editing and support for the podcast is done by S&E Podcast Management. To get more tips and tools to help you live a life guided by your values, go to thecatchgroup.com. Keep your boundaries and take care.